Welcome to Entrepreneurship with Peter Christo. Today, I interview Valini Jacob from Port Vila in Vanuatu. Valini is a consultant who assists entrepreneurs, particularly female entrepreneurs in developing economies in the South Pacific region to not only develop their business ideas, but also access money through government programs and also loans. Bellini is committed to her cause. I think she's doing extraordinary work. I apologize for the sound quality. It's not perfect, but it's very very well worth listening to. And certainly if you be, speak Bislama out there, there's a little bit of Bislama as well for you. So thank you and enjoy my conversation with Valini Jacob. Um, look, Valini, thank you so much uh, for for speaking with me. I know this is a little bit unconventional for what you normally do, but maybe you can introduce yourself to to the um, uh, to the audience, uh, which is really just my mum who's listening. Okay. <laughs> so it's not a, it's not a very big audience, but but um, if you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and and um, what you're doing, how you got to what you're doing, what you're doing now, and just so we can understand. Um, uh, who you are. Okay, thank you, Peter. Happy New Year to everyone who is listening. <laughs> uh, thank you for this opportunity to um, have this uh, talk with you. Uh, my name is Veleni, Veleni Jacob, and I come from the um, islands, so the count, island country Vanuatu. Uh, I've been, uh, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s, um, what I used to do before I was employed, I, I was basically in the financial sector. Um, I was employed for over 15 years and uh, in my employment I came to find out the need of uh, uh, people uh, uh, lacking financial literacy. So I decided to come out from employment and create a, a company that uh, addresses or uh, specifically, yeah, specifically addresses the need for developing financial literacy, and I combine that with entrepreneurship, um, and yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Right. Okay. So that's that's very interesting because I, I, as as you know, I spent a bit of time uh, last year now in uh, in uh, Vanuatu. And um, that was one of the things that kept on popping up because of the education coming through the you know younger stages of school, um, financial literacy and even literacy in general was was a challenge. So I guess asking people or helping people with businesses, new businesses and, and business opportunities must be hard if you have financial literacy issues. Yes, it's definitely hard. Um, I'm uh, I was employed by a credit institution. Mm -hmm where we, we get um, loan applications from uh, um, basically um, local entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And uh, the um, challenge is that getting them to submit financials and us having to understand what, what, their, what their needs are through yep. the finances, uh, through the financials. But it's quite hard getting that from them. So that's when I see the need for educating people to start, you know, just doing simple financial records and stuff. And and to do that, it, it requires a lot of education back down to a level where some are not even um, 
educated. Mm-hmm. Some 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 of some of the locals are not even educated, so they try their best to um, to uh, avail these loans, uh, credits, uh, at a very small pace, but it's very hard for them to just get you know their books mm. in order. So how do you very do that? How do you teach someone who's really coming from level zero or level one? Um, uh, do you need to teach them how to count, or what? Do you, how do you do that? What What do you do? So, so basically, I combine kind of coaching with um, uh, with what I do. I get to find out what what they understand first, what what's their what 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 they're capable of understanding. And then from that level, I take them, okay, if, if you're in that level, then we can maybe start you off with something just, you know, just teaching you how to, how to write. If you can't write, I've, I've dealt with um, um, people who, that, who can't write at all. So mm-hmm. they, they just express their, uh, themselves with drawings. And uh, wow. yeah, that's, the, the, that's the kind of level that uh, we're dealing with. Right. But I guess, would it be fair to assume... If somebody is coming, thinks that they need a loan, they must understand something in terms of money. They need yes. they need a thousand dollars to buy a piece of equipment, or they need five hundred dollars. Is that, or is that just a just a like a, a number that doesn't mean anything to them? They just want that so they can buy the equipment for their boat or whatever it is that they need to buy. Uh, we've had, uh, in my experience, we've we've had to send back. A lot of people who who haven't met the criteria, mm-hmm. so we have to send them back to you know just uh, uh, we don't when we when I was in that institution we don't really uh, spend the time to teach them. We just tell them that no, you you got to develop yourself first yep. before you come back and and, and uh, get something like that. So we basically send them to microfinances in banks and stuff. Yeah, so um, basically. At that level, we we, can, we 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 kind of not target that group of people. Yes. Okay. Um, so so what compelled? Because you must because you're doing an entrepreneurial venture yourself. So you left left the security of your employment, starting a yes. business. So so do who pays you? So is it is it the bank that pays you, or is it a government body that pays you, or or is it the customer? So I um, uh, I set up this um, consultancy where I partner with with institutions that are um, uh, already running um, financial literacy, already running courses that are uh, more oriented towards entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So that's where I come in. I sell my services there, mm-hmm. and then they hire me for my services to other people. Oh, I see. So, so it's those organisations that pay you, that like a, a teacher sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And how's that? How's that going for you? How long have you been doing that? It's been three years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started in twenty twenty. I started in twenty twenty. It's already been three years, and uh, yeah, it's it's looking good. Um, my challenge is that because I wanna. Uh, I see the need in all the islands because mm. you know Vanuatu is scattered yeah. in eighty uh, something very, islands, I think, isn't it? Eighty three yes, or something? Yes, eighty three islands. Um, my vision is to promote financial literacy in the whole of Vanuatu, but you can imagine the challenge of right. having to reach all the islands is 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 one of the, uh, my biggest challenge. So uh, I use 
I use Facebook as a platform to to advocate, but then when it comes to uh, delivering that service, I'll have to. I can't be in two places at once, mm. and I'm trying to build a team that would be in the same mindset as I am doing. To you know, if 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 there's more of us, then we can reach a lot of people from from the scattered islands. Yeah. Yeah, and how's that going? Is it hard to find those sorts of people? Um, it's quite hard, yes. What What's it's the challenge? Is, is it that they don't understand small business and entrepreneurship or is it something else? I guess the challenge is to is, is for someone to sacrifice, like what I did. Uh-huh. I had to sacrifice my, uh, my job to... Regular income. To, um, yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of potential, like there's a lot of people that are... Uh, have the potential to to build that, but then you have to make a sacrifice to mm. to uh, actually come out and, and and do what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. So, how would you structure that, uh, Valeni? Would you do like a franchise, or would you contract them in as employees? How would you How would you do it? I'd like to. I'd, um, I'd like to be able to because the, the government has used me once mm-hmm. um, in in remote places. We have. Uh, we have this um, area administrators mm-hmm. that we can we can um, uh, educate people through this this uh, system, the uh, system of the admini- area administrator. I'd like to create a model that will, uh, uh, if if it's beneficial for the for if the government sees that it's beneficial, then we create that model to uh, replicate throughout the area administrators. So maybe they kind of you know pay me to to. Um, uh, uh, train some people to carry out that in the in the in each different areas, area secretaries, area administrators. So yeah. Kind of, yeah. So getting, I guess, getting money from the government is one thing, but it, to have a sustainable business, you probably need a model that can make you profitable um, based on the clients paying you. Would would you maybe the lenders pay you a fee like a broker if you're helping them, helping the clients? secure loans and you're and you're helping them or would that not work yeah that would work uh a lot of uh what i'm doing now the money mainly comes from the donor donor funding right. agencies like um osaid and yeah mfat and dfat right right so yeah but if if the lenders see a need for that as well uh that'd be great yes mm, yeah or you could have a multiple but i'm imagining i'm imagining a franchise model where um, if you're generating the business and then feeding it mm-hmm. through to people, um, uh, then that probably would be would be something. How is it being received from the government? Are, are they are they do they see value in what you're doing? Are they welcoming your the work that you're doing? Um, there's there's been interest. Um, I'm, I'm I'm getting um, feedback from. Uh, uh, people in the Reserve Bank, mm-hmm. and yes, there's been interest in there. Uh, but I guess just getting things together and you know um, coordinating something is 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 something else. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting a little bit of yeah, yeah. And and can I ask what sort of uh, businesses you're working with? Are they, you know, farmers or are they technologists or are they professional? I mean, that I guess if they're financially literate, they might be not, not be sort of white collar type type jobs. So the um, one of the biggest audience that I've dealt with is the return seasonal workers. Mm, okay. Um, 
Oh, they come back with some money in their pocket. and yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, we have a program that's, uh, that's um, set up through Vila, mm-hmm. where it targets mainly the um, seasonal workers. So in my line of work, that would be the biggest audience that I get from, from the services that I provide through the donor partners. Uh, and uh, other than that, it's just individuals, uh, small startup in Vanuatu, mainly people that are starting businesses are starting because they have a need in the home. Yeah. So uh, um, it's mostly women that I deal with. Okay. Startups. Right. Well, that was going to be my next question. So, is that the area that's the most? Why you? Why mainly women? Is it? Um, they're the ones who are interested in doing the businesses and maybe are the men more interested in maybe driving driving uh, the vans or something? What, what, what's happening there? Uh, the way I see it, it's, it's mostly that women see a need uh, as, as, as women are the most managers in the home yep. and they see a need for um, education. We pay for school fees and we have to have roof over our head, we have to pay for food for... For our um, uh, family, so uh, it's it, it mainly comes out from the women. women. Yes, isn't it interesting? I think that's that that is so common throughout the world, uh, particularly in developing economies. I think, and you may know more than me here that uh, so there's a, so there's a program uh, that I contribute to called Kiva that lends money directly to to people, um, and mo- the ones that default the least. The ones that pay back the loan mostly are the women. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so I don't know what that what that says to us, but I think it's a safer bet to support to support female entrepreneurs. Uh, and I'm the son yeah. of a female entrepreneur, so I guess I've got a soft spot <laughs> from that. Right. Yeah. Um, as we as we're um, uh, talking about this, uh, this year I started. I just started getting women into groups mm-hmm. uh, from, 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 the, from my neighborhood, from, from my street where I live. There's, uh, there's about 20 households. Mm-hmm. And in, in these households, I, I kind of get women together. And I, I, um, um, we started talking about what other, because some of the women are just stay-at-home moms. Yep. Um, some of them, yeah, they, they do part-time jobs. So basically, get them together, and then we identify what can you do that others can 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 um, uh, uh, benefit from, or what what skills do you have? So we right. kind of get this group together, and we share our skills and experiences. What can we help each other with? Right. And then we get the men as well. Uh, their husbands, they have uh, plumbing skills and electric electrician skills. So um, we create a community where we share all this information with us, so that. If anybody in the home that needs anyone to babysit their kids so that, you know, they can just come to town one or two hours and go back, we set a prize for that and we kind of uh, structure it so that uh, we circulate money within that area in the, right. in, the, uh, in the neighborhood that we live in. So it's, uh, it's kind of very empowering to these mothers because most of them, they, you know, just stay at home with nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. But now that uh, we get exposed to each other, it, it kind of creates a, a revenue for them as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So so that's mainly Port Vila or are you doing that in other islands as well? 
No, I just started that in January this year, and it's just within my uh, within the resident where I live in, just my little street. Right. Okay. All right. I guess it's a good testing ground for a for a concept. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I so think the it, overview is to test it and yep. see if it works, and right. then we can expand and. That's a great idea. Yeah. That, that's a great idea. And are you? So, do you have supports? I know you're working through VLab, and you know Chris Elphick. Um, yes. So, is the what's the support that you have from your peers to assist you um, navigate your way through? Because 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 you're doing two things. You're helping helping entrepreneurs, but you're also an entrepreneur yourself. You're building this this business and letting it morph into something sustainable that has multiple people doing what you're doing and multiple revenue streams and I guess being um, known as a business that can do this stuff, you know, and hence, you know, the MFATs and the DFATs of the world and, the, you know, uh, UNDP, etc. can, can I, I guess, identify you and, and support you. This episode is sponsored by 3P Legal. I've been a customer of Peter North as my lawyer and now 3P Legal for over a decade. Peter and his team are friendly and approachable, which takes the stress out of having to navigate the complexities of legal business matters. Whether starting a business, buying or selling a business, handling contracts or estate planning, their personalised attention and quality of work is second to none. Find Peter and his team at www.3pcorp.com.au or email pnorth at 3plegal.com. .com.au if you need commercial or personal legal services, particularly if you're a startup. So, so we develop a group of coaches, mm-hmm. there's 10 of us, mm-hmm. and uh, we've, uh, uh, we wanted, we, we've developed us in a, in a way that we set up a team that, um, you know, there's only 10 of us, it's, and it's quite a small resource for mm-hmm. a very big need and uh, um, we, yeah, that's just our team. It's just, it's just a team of 10 people. We come together every week and then we sort of encourage each other. We learn from what we do from others, and mm-hmm. from the other coaches and whatever yep. experience they go through and then we share with each other. Uh, we've, um, we've been going through the path of uh, getting a um, global accreditation, coaching accreditation. Okay. So there's already three of us that have... Uh, gained the um, European Mentoring Coaching Council accreditation. Yes. Right. So who, who are the other two? Um, it's myself and Anita and Anita, Anita Ambong and um, Joel David. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's interesting. So if you were to, I guess, uh, say something to... Uh, MFAT, DFAT, UNDP. What what would you like to tell them um, about the, the the support that you would like? Obviously, it's money, but but what is the what is the the information on the ground um, in terms of what you're seeing and what could they do better? Right. Um, so right now we've had programs that are targeting mainly incubation, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. it's starting up. Uh, it's, it's business incubation for, for those who are just startups and uh, trying to get them up to speed or trying to find ideas that uh, try to strengthen them in their business ideas. Mm-hmm. And there's, a, there's another, after we go through incubation, there's another um, stage, which is the accelerator. Mm-hmm. We are trying to target the accelerator bit. Right. Um, 
so once they once we get uh, um, the people the entrepreneurs that have left incubation they would still need support through an acceleration program right so there's a need for that as well in uh, in, in in getting these people through the accelerator program mm -hmm. so we kind of have the concept to run an accelerator program uh, it's just you know just uh, having uh, the support to push that through is something and also getting people to uh, the resources yeah right? the human resource that that we need to to um, run this accelerator program so so the human so are you talking about the skills and the education who can do the acceleration because there's, yes. there's certainly people here in Australia who, you know, understand incubation, un understand accelerator programs, but they're very much tailored for a developed economy. Yeah. Is it? What are the differences in an in a developing economy, um, which is you know mainly agricultural and and obviously the the low literacy and financial literacy? Um, where, where do you find those sorts of people? I guess if if there's um. It, it would be good for a mixture of, uh, you know, having having um, an Australian person and, I mean, yeah, connecting everything together, having a mixture of developing something that would suit the context here, yep. but also a little bit of, a little bit of uh, um, what they would contribute to that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a, for, a foreign and it, it would really help a lot because... Uh, um, I find it I find it very useful to have a foreigner as well mm -hmm. being part of the advisor uh, advising because like I always say that business to do with money is like a foreign yep. foreign thing right we, yep. we actually need somebody with a foreign mindset to to, to, to support as well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm just wondering so I so I can I can imagine because I I worked well worked I I had some long conversations with um, University of South Pacific, um, right. and I felt that particularly at that level they had theory, you know, the theoretical stuff that they wanted to do, but there wasn't something practical from there. So I see yours as grassroots from the bottom up, close to the customer, close to the problem, close to the culture. And actually having um, hands-on, what we call hands-on, the client to help them. Whereas right. I, I feel that you know maybe UNDP, University of South Pacific at this stage, but I don't know what the other ones are doing. Um, they're disconnected from the reality of of what's going on. Whereas the people like yourself and Chris um, and some of the other people that I met there seem to be helping on a shoestring. Whereas the money sometimes is going to other other areas which is really not not trickling down to help the people that need really need that help it's all very diplomatic and political and careful with their words and you know and everyone has a title you know <laughs> yes that's, that's so true uh I, I was having an interview last time with um with one of the donors and uh, they were asking um if you were to run or if you were to bring people or women together what what would you see the the what what 
um, what group of people would you see are the mo most needy to be in, in the program, part of the program? So I said, we got to go down to the bottom. We got to go down to the bottom because uh, if we're looking at the middle class, those are some of the people that have already been in support right. institutions before and they've had a lot of support. But uh, if we, if we want to see an impact, we would go down more below. Mm. Right. Yeah. Look, I, I'd be inclined to agree. I, that that feels that feels right from my little experience. Um, uh, the the people that need the most are not the people who are already, you know, in that middle middle class. Yes. Um, that's yes. more an aspirational thing. Whereas this is a survival thing in a way too. You know, this is a, how do I feed my family? How do I pay my bills? How do I use technology to help? To help my situation to, to just get out of the you know uh, that that riskier end of, of life you know and and then I guess to educate the next generation of children how, how challenge so one of the challenges that I bumped into and I'd be interested in your comments here was around the fact that Islama is the national language not English. So English isn't isn't taught, whereas the international language of business is English. Is that is right. is that a problem? Yes, for uh, for especially for us deli delivering workshops, yeah. It's it's it uh, we you know because we we edu our education is through English, and then mm. when we start developing materials for workshops, it's in English. Mm. And having to translate that into Bislama is something else that we have to consider. Yep. And there's not a lot of um, trainers around who are um, who have the uh, capacity, or maybe I would I wouldn't say capacity, but a lot of trainers are not really uh, good in translating things back to Bislama and then delivering it. Yep. So that's another skill that we have to develop as well mm. to. Uh, to go down to the level, yeah, yeah, the language level for for so, these, uh, so young do, entrepreneurs. So, do people have to actively go out and learn English in Vanuatu, or is it taught in schools or in high school? It's taught in schools and high schools, but uh, recently we have uh, someone that's now delivering English courses. Right. So, for people who have not been through English. Uh, take an English or gone through an English class, they would go. Yeah, Alex would be the person to go to to yeah. to um, learn English. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, all right. Well, that's 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 interesting. So, so why don't would you like to this? You don't have to do this, but would you like to speak to any listeners in Bislama and tell them about a little bit about how they should contact you and you know how how you can help them maybe we 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 open up the conversation in bislama a little bit i don't speak bislama of course <laughs> okay okay thank you peter so um i'll speak in bislama to um okay. whoever's listening uh, if you're in uh Staplo vanuatu or you start australia or new zealand you go for seasonal work or you go abroad for work uh, me named Lumi Veleni. We start uh, making uh, business consulting with them on small, small business. You were you start up business ideas yet, or you start making business for you finish. 
you find them, say you need in health, low side, low financial management, maybe you start look all money come inside, more money stuck outside, but you know, service say money is stuck away, or you know, service how much you record them, do you service the business piece that make one profit, or you know, stomach and profit, or you want the survey value for business plan, balance sheets for business plan, but you look there. One and now you start making when you make one change to business for you, you start very charity come to me, blow um me uh helping you with them one and where you can make up on Facebook page when I'm blooming my staple hem, they let me check up. More it can page for company for me, I mean Narada consulting, you have a very chart, you got more information how many you have helping you. So we combine them coaching with them consulting or business for me. We look forward to helping you, suppose you need one help or site law. Uh, run and business for you. Thank you, Thomas. I think I understood most of that. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was fantastic. And I think that's so, just so important, you know. Uh, so, you know, so I'm, I'm bilingual, multilingual, I guess now. Um, uh, and it's so important for, for this to be per, as personal for, for people. So that was wonderful um, that you said that. So maybe in English now, if you want to... Let, I guess send a message to the developed economies on how they can support what you're doing, which I think is really, really meaningfully important, um, particularly for for um, uh, female entrepreneurs in you know in remote areas who haven't got the support that you know we're so used to in the West and even in you know places like Port Vila. Um, would you like to tell them a little bit about what you do and also tell them how they contact you if they want to support what you're doing? All right. Thank you, Peter. So if you're listening and uh, interested in, in or you're um, focused also in uh, building entrepreneurs, um, I can be contacted in Port Vila. So what we do here is for very remote people, but it would really help if, if you're listening and wanting to help in um, uh, empowering women in uh, entrepreneurship especially. And if you have a program that we can uh, fit into or we can uh, talk more to um, have it contextualized to uh, what we have here and getting inspiration from um, what you are doing in your line of work, please feel free to reach out to me. And uh, uh, I have my Facebook page, which is under my name, Valerie Jacob, and also uh, my um, business page, which is Narva Consulting. Narara Consulting, N-A-R-A-R-A Consulting, and um, um, you could also reach out to my email, which is consultnarara at gmail.com, C-O-N-S-U-L-T-N-A-R-A-R-A at gmail.com. I look forward to partnering with uh, um, people, um, businesses, or women that are into empowering other women in business. And it would be a great opportunity for uh, remote women that's struggling to get her business up and running to be inspired by someone like you. That's fantastic. And certainly, if anybody has trouble contacting Valeni, uh, please just send an email to hello at entrepreneurship.au and we will put you in touch. Absolutely, for sure. Um, Valeni, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. 
I think what you're doing is hand on heart, uh, very important work. So congratulations to you. And I guess thank you for everybody that doesn't have a voice to 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 thank you. Um, uh, and I hope we can have you on again and, and bring us up to date what's happening in Vanuatu. I don't know when I'll be back, but I'm hoping to come back again, uh, maybe sometime next, this year. Sorry, now no, it's this year. Um, and uh, catch up uh, face to face and see how you're going. Um, but thank you for your time and um, uh, all the best. Thank you, Peter. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And if you're coming over to Vanuatu anytime, please feel free to reach out and we can catch up anytime you're coming to Port Vila again. Thank you so much for this opportunity. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Valini Jacob. I think she's doing extraordinary work in the area in very difficult circumstances in the South Pacific. Please feel free to reach out to her. And for the moment, take care of yourself, stay safe. This is Entrepreneurship with Peter Christo.